Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. You're joining us here uh, for Capes and Japes. If you didn't come here to listen to Capes and Japes, you have downloaded the wrong podcast, but you should stick around anyway, because ours is probably better than whatever podcast you wanted to listen to. I don't know. There's a lot of really good podcasts out there. There's a lot of really good podcasts out there, uh, but no other podcast you were planning on listening to today is going to tell you about James Rhodes. If it is, that's pretty wild, and you're going to be very informed. <laughs> but stick around and listen to ours. Um, so, uh, we talked about Tony Stark last week. Uh, oh boy, absolute mess of a man, Tony Stark. <laughs> um, and today we are going to be uh, talking about uh, one of Tony Stark's well-known supporting cast members, uh, one of the many, many people in his life that he just gives nicknames to arbitrarily. Um, definitely uh, considerably less of a mess. Uh, and that is... Uh, James Rupert Rhodes, uh, also known as Jim Rhodes, uh, also known to Tony as Rhodey. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, also known as uh, War Machine in probably his best known uh, superhero identity. Um, but when he starts off, uh, he's not War Machine. Uh, he's, he's, he's just Rhodey, and he's introduced in Iron Man number 118, um, in 1979. So that's, uh, like, 15, 16 years after Tony was first introduced, uh, and at least 10 years after he got his first solo title as Iron Man, um, which was a little surprising um, because they write him in <laughs> as part of Tony's backstory. Not that this is uncommon for comics, but they write him in as part of Tony's backstory um, and introduce him 10 years into this comic book to be like, no, they've known each other this whole time. He's just been <laughs> other places. It's fine. You just Don't haven't worry heard about of him it. until now, but he was here. He was definitely here. Listen. Uh, it's fine. Um, Tony and Rhodey met in the, uh, initial version of this story, uh, in Vietnam, uh, which is where Tony was, uh, initially captured and almost died and, uh, built his first Iron Man armor with the help of, uh, Ho Yinsen in order to escape. Um, this is also, along with, like, Tony's origin... Rhodey's origin has, like, similarly been updated as, uh, time moves along and yet no comic book characters ever age to be, like, uh, the war in Afghanistan and the Gulf War and, you know, more relevant time-appropriate wars. Um, but, uh, initially he was, uh, a lieutenant in the Marines, um, and a pilot who, uh, ended up getting shot down in Vietnam and he was injured and he was stranded in the jungle behind enemy lines, you know, like happens in, in, in war stories. 
Um, and uh, Tony finds him in his, uh, his original big robot Iron Man armor after he escapes. Um, and the two of them uh, together manage to uh, blow up uh, a base and steal a helicopter. Okay. <laughs> and uh fly together fly uh back to safety and be like, "Hey, it's us. We're alive. We did it. We did it. Also, one of us has a big suit of armor now. And he's going to keep building those. Um and then uh as the story goes when they like uh you know, write this, it's like, oh, yes, they've known each other this whole time, is uh, Tony uh, offers Rhodey a job as his personal pilot, and Rhodey's like, uh, I don't know, I'll think about it, and then he, uh, the war ends, he tries several other things, and eventually he's like, okay, fine, um, and he becomes Tony's pilot, he also works for uh, Stark Industries, which is Stark International at this point. Um, I just find it weird that Tony's like, hey, I like you and I want to be your friend. Do you want to be in my employ? (laughs) It's the only way he knows how. (laughs) He can't make friends the normal way. He's like, I will give you a job, please. Please hang out with me. I will give you a job. I will literally pay you to hang out with me. (laughs) This is normal and healthy, right? This and, is normal and healthy and reasonable. And everybody who knows him is like, no, but also I do need a job, so. You have so much money and I would like some of it. Um, but uh, through this, through being Tony's pilot, which is basically just, you know, a way for Tony to secretly ask him to be his friend without asking him, um, he, they become pretty much best friends. Um, one of, like, very, a very, very limited number of people who Tony, like, trusts and confides in and, like, sometimes talks about his feelings with. (laughs) Occasionally. Um. He needs more of those, to be honest. He needs, uh, so many more of them. Please. His friends can't handle all that he has to deal with. Um, shortly after, we get, we introduce Rhodey. Um, shortly afterwards, we enter this, uh, very famous Iron Man storyline called Demon in a Bottle, which, as the title implies, uh, largely deals with Tony's struggles with alcoholism, um, except in the most dramatic way possible, uh, because because he's Tony Stark. Because he's Tony Stark. Um so it's like uh Obadiah Stane uh takes over uh uh Stark Industries, Stark International. I had to spend <laughs> a bunch of time today like reading through all of the different names that Stark Industries has had and it's very confusing because a lot of the time they go back to different names that they already used. Um, I don't think uh, that's how you rebrand. He, oh my god. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Obadiah Stane takes over Stark Industries uh, by, 
emotionally manipulating Tony, <laughs> as he does. Um, and Tony's, you know, life falls apart. He's very upset about this. He relapses into alcoholism. Um, and as part of this, he's like, I lost my company. I am having a very bad time. He's like, I should not be Iron Man right now. <laughs> um, Rhodey, you, one of very few people I trust, you take this suit and be Iron Man for me while I try to pull myself back together. Um, so, uh, Rhodey, Rhodey gets to be Iron Man, um, for, uh, a, a decent amount of time, um, because, oh boy, Tony really, <laughs> really needs to get his life in order. Um, is this around the time where, uh, Iron Man is on the West Coast Avengers roster? Because one of my favorite things is that everybody assumed that the Iron Man all of the all of the people on the West Coast Avengers assumed that the Iron Man was Tony Stark, and it was James Rhodes the whole time. No, that's later. That's Damn another it. time that okay. he's Iron Man. Um, because this does happen more than once. Not these specific circumstances, but uh, Tony being like, "Be Iron Man. You you're Iron Man now." Um, so uh, <laughs> one of my favorite sentences here is uh. Stark asked Rhodes to take his place as Iron Man. Rhodes, along with scientist Morley Irwin, quit Stark International and sent the remaining Iron Man armors into the ocean to protect Stark's technology from stain. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if this means, like, they had some sort of secret base under the ocean where they hid them, or if no. they just No, they just the chucked them in the ocean. <laughs> went like, Splish! They're gone now! Gave them some, uh, cement shoes. They'll be, they'll be safe down there! Um, I'm just imagining under the cover of night, they're on, like, a small boat shrouded in darkness. It's kind of foggy, and they're just gently pushing Iron Man suits over the side. <laughs> They get back to shore and they're like, nobody can know. <laughs> no one can know what we've done. Um, oh, this is when he's on the West Coast Avengers. Oh my god, I'm like getting nice. all my facts wrong. I am a fool. Um, anyway, so he joins the West Coast Avengers. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he fought in the Beyonders' secret wars. Not to be confused with secret war. Um... <laughs> God. He, um, right. Uh, um he um he fights a, he fights a bunch of villains as Iron Man. Um Tony while he's recovering um helps uh found a startup with uh Rhodey and this uh scientist who was helping him out um to uh make a new electronics company since Tony doesn't have his company anymore because Obi took it. Um, and uh, things are going pretty good, except for the fact that uh, Tony, the Iron Man armor is calibrated specifically for Tony and like Tony's like brainwaves. Um, so 
it starts, like, messing with Rhodey's head a lot, because apparently Tony didn't think, like, oh, this armor is designed specifically for me, and, like, you know, for me to communicate with it, and if somebody else tries to wear it, it'll be very bad. Of course he doesn't. Um, of course he doesn't. It's fine. Um, so, Rhodey starts acting, like, increasingly sort of, uh aggressive and irrational and uh paranoid uh and tony starts to be like hmm maybe this is bad and then you know Rhodey, already like not doing well is like oh he's trying to take the armor away from me no i need it um and uh ends up uh going on kind of like a little bit out of control trying to fight a supervillain, and tony has to put on a new prototype armor and stop him. Um, and then uh, Rhodey has to go <laughs> talk to Hank Pym to fix his brain, which is not somebody you should ever talk to about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Never especially... talk to Hank Pym about anything. He's cancelled. Um, especially because Hank Pym's solution, Hank Pym, a doctor's solution, um, is to send Rhodey to talk to, uh, a character from Alpha Flight named Shaman, uh, who, uh, uh, there's lots of, there's lots of not great stuff going on with this, um, but, Ro like, he sends Rhodey on a comic book version of a, you know, a vision quest. Oh, no. And it fixes him. Um, so that's, you know, that's just fine. Um, <laughs> anyways, but then he's doing better, and, uh, he gets, uh, he gets his armor back, and he's able, uh, he's able to be Iron Man again, uh, and then eventually Tony uh, deals with all of his stuff that he's got going on. And he's like, okay, I'm ready to be Iron Man. <laughs> Thank you, Rhodey, for your help. Sorry that uh, I accidentally caused you to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> um, I feel like that's, not... that's one that Tony has to pull out a lot. Yeah, that's... Sorry I accidentally caused you to have a mental breakdown. That's pretty much that's that's pretty much the story of his life. Here's a decorative um, fruit basket. Yeah. Um so uh Rhodey keeps helping out Tony, uh sometimes, you know, using all of the the various armors that Tony has, sometimes just, you know, as his friend and emotional support and pilot. Um I wonder if they ever got those armors out of the ocean. <laughs> They're just down there forever. There's nothing there's nothing they can do. Um, Namora's just like, God damn it. Yeah. Iron Man tossing <laughs> his junk in my oceans. Typical. Typical land dwellers. Ugh. Um he um there's <laughs> there's a uh, one point where uh I think we talked about this briefly while we were talking about uh Tony last week, there's this whole thing where Tony gets, uh, shot, and he, uh, has, like, a chip put in his nervous system to 
give him his ability to walk, except for the chip is secretly hijacked by some, you know, some evil corporate rivals of his so they can control his body. It's a whole thing. Um, but uh, after he gets shot, he's like, oh, I need somebody to be Iron Man while I'm recuperating. He's like, hey, Rhodey. And Rhodey's like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you um so he asks uh another uh ally uh clay wilson who was previously uh working for justin hammer uh and had some like stolen stark tech that he was using and then uh reformed and now it's cool um the funniest thing about this i'm bringing this up mostly because in this this particular Wikipedia article, um, he, um, he legally changes his name to Carl Walker, but when they talk about him, they say Carl Walker in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Carl Walker. It's, well, I mean, if you, ch if that's his name now. If you legally it, change your name. <laughs> then that's, then that's what it is. Um. But, uh, so, in, uh, around the early 90s, uh, Tony, uh, builds, uh, the first war machine armor, uh, because he, uh, ends up fighting these villains who aren't affected by the regular Iron Man suits weaponry, which is mostly just, like, the hand blasters and, like, the chest blaster. Um, so he's like, all right, well, I need a suit that can deal with bigger threats. So he built War Machine, which is basically just Iron Man, but with a gun. And then in parentheses, and also many more guns. Iron Man, but with a lot more guns. Just multiple multiple guns um and uh he builds this suit and then he uh fakes his death i don't i don't remember the exact circumstance it's not important honestly because he tony fakes his death so many times um it's completely absurd um it's it's at some point uh while uh He's, uh, the whole thing is going on with the chip in his spine, and he's, like, you know, it's, it's damaging his body. Um, so instead of being, like, uh, to my understanding, instead of being, like, oh, this is, like, really taking a toll on my body, I need to put myself in suspended animation so my body can heal, he just fakes his death and then goes into suspended animation and doesn't tell anybody. Um... That's like, a recipe for disaster. It's just, it's extreme. This, it's the most Tony Stark thing I can think of that his solution to almost every problem he ever faces is like, well, I gotta fake my death. Well, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you, it's the only way. Um, and, uh, he's like, oh, all right. Rhodey, you're the CEO of Stark Enterprises now, and also I built you this new, better war machine for you to use. Uh, you have to be Iron Man, but, uh, 
also it's war machine it's i don't he's i think he's using the war machine armor but going by iron man at first and then later he goes by war machine um after tony comes back because tony comes back and he's like i faked my death and roni's like buddy i'm begging you it's like cool i am keeping this armor uh yeah because that was a shitty thing of you to do so this is mine now no, it is his. Uh, Tony tells him to have it. He was like, I always, I always intended that for you. And Rhodey's like, oh, okay, but stop faking your death also is the more important thing here, Tony. We can talk about it. When we have it, a problem, we can talk about it. You don't have to fake your death. It's just, it's just like that classic story. The boy who faked his death too many times. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Um So this is the point where uh after Tony comes back, where Rhodey starts uh operating as war machine as uh a superhero. Um he rejoins the West Coast Avengers. He briefly he forms like a team with like some various other Iron Man adjacent people. Um he ends up uh, becoming the executive director of a human rights organization called World Watch, um, which is, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I mean, kind of a bit weird for a superhero called War Machine to be on a human yeah. rights organization, but, like, okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, he... I, he's he's great. I would trust. I trust Rhodey to oh, no. know I, about human rights. It, yeah, it's just the optics are it, yeah very weird. <laughs> Absolutely, like, you'd think he'd have a a better name than War Machine. Oh man, <laughs> who's that superhero who just joined that human rights organization? Oh, what was his name? Something just nice and peaceful and war machine <laughs> oh well hmm, mm. <sighs> nope no. um it's not it's not great should have rethought that one um but yeah so he um he joins uh he 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 joins this organization after he uh ends up helping them out in this uh complicated uh situation in this uh made up african country um which one uh it wasn't wakanda ah the most important one yeah the one the, the one it's not uh wakanda or zanzibar land or uh one of those other fun made up african countries why i mean i know why like they always make up countries for these because they don't want to like get into the actual politics of like real like african countries but also yeah it's just like why they have dr doom in charge of ladveria <laughs> the the very real country of latveria um yeah so he ends up uh, losing the war machine armor in 
a a bet. No, Damn not it. in the bet. That would be amazing. Um, that would be a Tony move. That would be an extremely Tony move. Um, no, he um he helps out uh 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 Steve and Bucky and uh Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos with this uh weird Nazi time travel situation, <laughs> and then his armor gets quote unquote lost in the time stream i'm just nodding like yeah that yeah. tracks <laughs> yeah that's how it happens um that tracks that gets... sounds like comics <laughs> it sounds it's very comics and then the next most comics thing that happens is he gets new armor from space <laughs> so tony didn't make this one no, it's from space. It's just it's just from space, huh? <laughs> it is a symbi- symbiotic bio-armor system of alien origin. Um when inactive, it was concealed inside a uh tattoo-like mandala mark on Rhodes's chest. Um I bet Tony's real upset about this one. <laughs> She's like, but I made you that. I could, I could make you another. Oh, you are, you already have. Oh, no. Well, oh, it's a cool oh, it's, alien it's, one. It's literally just in, 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 in your body. Fine, I'm gonna put mine in my bones. Do <laughs> you like that? Maybe then you'll appreciate me. Um, this uh, this segment of these armor descriptions like talks about all the things. That the armor can do, uh, oh, you know, the right arm can morph into a blade, can, uh, create energy fields, he can, uh, send out drones from it, um, it can travel through space. During battle, the armor would have the strange ability to quote-unquote sing alien war songs. So that's just a fun detail. That is a fun detail. So what can this I so what can this new armor do, Jeff? Well, you see, I the right arm can turn into a blade, and they can do force fields, and it sings. It what? <laughs> no, it 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 sings alien war songs. It just does. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought it. I wanted to spruce it up a little bit. It just when it 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 makes its own soundtrack. You go into battle. It sings a war song. I mean, I guess. I guess that's something you could do. <laughs> um, you can if you want. Um, well, so Rhodey has this alien armor, um, and he has to uh, fight Tony, who's being controlled by Immortus, who is pretending to be Kang the Conqueror, but who also is Kang the Conqueror, sort of. <laughs> um, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, so, uh, he ends up, uh, he uses this armor to help fight Tony, break Tony free. Um, he works, uh, with this, uh, uh, Stark Industries merges with a Japanese company, works with them, do to do Um, Tony fakes his death again. Um, oh, good. Tony fakes his death again. Rhodey retires from superheroing. Uh, starts a marine salvage business. 
Um, Maybe and... he's going to finally get those old armors. He's going to go into the ocean and get the armors that they threw in there. <laughs> Nobody ever got them back. Um, so this is like the late 90s, I think. In the early 2000s, um, he's part of a uh, short-lived series uh, written by Christopher Priest uh, called The Crew, uh, which features uh, Rhodey. Uh, Casper Cole, uh, who's the white tiger, who's like the, uh, the sort of, this kind of, uh, like next in line Black Panther, um, who is also created by Christopher Priest, um, and, uh, Josiah X, who is the son of Isaiah Bradley, uh, the black Captain America, and the uncle of Eli Bradley, uh, Patriot, the Young Avenger. Um, Josiah X, the one that was created by, uh, the prison while Isaiah Bradley was in there and then was stolen away by the surrogate <laughs> mother to become his own superhero, Josiah X. <laughs> Just a lot of very fun, cool stuff going on. Um, and this was, uh, this only lasted for a few issues. It was about this uh, sort of specific uh, kind of crime-ridden neighborhood in Brooklyn, um, and Rhodey and uh, Josiah and Casper and maybe a couple other people uh, coming together to kind of deal with uh, different crime lords and also, you know, the companies who are responsible for creating the neighborhood through gentrification. Um, just fun, you know, fun escapist comic book stuff. Oh, um, yeah. You know, those comic books that never have direct parallels to real life happenings? Yeah, never. No, never at all. Um, Keep your politics out of my comic books, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um god um christopher priest also being uh one of or just priest i'm pretty sure right now he's just just one name priest like jock um but uh priest being one of a relatively few black writers working in comics uh definitely one of fewer uh in the early 2000s uh had kind of created this uh to deal with specific issues not like intentionally as a commentary on race but with you know four main characters who are all not white um and uh surprisingly it got canceled after seven issues oh really so, yeah not <laughs> i can't i i haven't read it so i can't comment on you know whether it it was well, people don't want to... <laughs> comic book readers got mad that there were a bunch of non-white people in it. Or if it was like, comic book readers got mad that it was about, you know, real-life gritty problems and Fin Fang Foom wasn't in it. Um, I but... thought you were going to say that fin 
Fin Fang Foom was in it, and I'm like, <laughs> that would be a, if that was like they're like, oh, priest, we're gonna get canceled. We gotta, we gotta do something big. It's like, all right, all right, Fin Fang Foom is big. He's the biggest thing I can think of. And then people got so mad because they're like, what is Fin Fang Foom doing here? We were here for classism and race relations. Please. Um, yeah. Uh, but so that doesn't last very long. Um, Rodi ends up uh, working with uh, on the side of the Superhero Registration Act. Uh, during Civil War. Uh, once Civil War is over, he uh, helps train uh, superhero recruits for the the 50-state initiative, which is the post-Civil War plan to have like a registered team of superheroes for every state. Um, uh, he also uh, gets very badly wounded, and uh, Tony has to build him a bunch of, uh, bionic limbs. Um. Well, it's a good thing he's good at that sort of thing. It's a good thing that's his, like, his main, his, his, one of his main talents is just, uh, cybernetically enhancing people. (laughs) Because he keeps doing it to himself. (sighs) Yep. Oh, boy. Uh... He, uh, a lot of complicated stuff. Uh, Tony's, Tony doesn't fake his death, but he's in a coma. Uh, and Rhodey, uh, helps to wake him up. Um, he joins the Secret Avengers. Um, he ends up, uh, kind of working, uh, for the U.S. military as, like, they not Iron Man, but kind of the the U.S. military's Iron Man. Um, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm also really... I have uh, some screenshots here, and they have all the, like, the titles of the different, the different parts of his life. Uh, and it's like, oh, post-war machine. Return. Dark rain. And then this one says, Iron Man again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just when he's Iron Man again. It's... Again. Yep. Uh, so, in this one, Rhodey fakes his death. Oh! In true Iron Man fashion. Yeah, so he's... He, he, that's the only way you can be a true Iron Man, is if you fake your death. Um, but, uh, Rhodey fakes his death, uh, and Tony announces his retirement... And then the mysterious new Iron Man shows up, and Tony's like, oh, who could it be? Wink. Uh, and it's Rhodey. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tony, stop making Rhodey just be you constantly. Um, hey, buddy, can you fake your death and be Iron Man? Sure, sure, Tony. What a lovely reversal. I'll be the one faking my death this time. <laughs> Please, w- allow me. Um, <laughs> well, one of and- us is going to have to fake our death. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also, uh, it, 
ends up working for S.H.I.E.L.D., which is when he gets the uh, Iron Patriot armor, which uh, we mentioned a while ago was previously... Norman, Os Norman Osborn was just the Iron Patriot. <laughs> that was just a thing that he did. He made up this, like, cool red, white, and blue Iron Man. He was like, I'm Iron Patriot now. It's I'm me, definitely Norman not Osborn. evil at all. We I've never been evil in my life. Um, wink. <gasps> wink. I want you to know that when I'm saying wink, I am also actually winking. Oh, God, it's so important. Thank you so much. Um, he, uh, in... Civil War Two a couple years ago, uh, which nobody likes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of just a lot of not great stuff happens in it. Uh, Rosie does seemingly die, uh, but this year it turns out uh, he actually uh, the, Tony's healing methods that he used on himself uh, he also used on Rosie. He brought him back to life. Um, he just, or like over the summer, because I read this, um, one of his first appearances uh, back to life was in Tony Stark colon Iron Man, which is the current uh, main Iron Man title. Um, and Tony's like, oh, yay, Rhodey's back. You can be War Machine again, and we can fight crime together as pals. It'll be so great. And Rhodey's like, uh-huh, it sounds great. Uh, and then he has a bunch of PTSD because he died, and also all of the other terrible things that have happened to him while he was being Iron Man and War Machine that have been mentioned in this story. Um, yeah, dog. Like, yeah, and he's like, oh, actually, I don't really... I don't really want to be War Machine. I don't like it. I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm actually super good. Um, so right now, he's, uh, he's hanging out in this comic. He's helping Tony in other ways. He's working with whatever the name of Stark Industries is now. Uh, but he is not War Machine. And I think that's, I think that's a pretty good decision. Yeah. For him to make for his own well-being. Um I love I I love Rhodey. He's a good He's a he's a he's a good lad. Um and he is extremely patient with his best friend uh who will not stop faking his death and being a goddamn mess. Um he's also uh I'm sure most people here have seen him portrayed by uh, Don Cheadle in the MCU. Also, Terrence Howard for Iron Man 1. <laughs> for one movie, uh, for Terrence one movie. Howard. Um, he does, I want to give a shout out to, uh, it's, uh, it's the time of year where I am thinking about Iron Man 3 constantly. Um and I want to give a shout out to uh, Don Cheadle as Rhodey giving one of my favorite line deliveries in any movie in the MCU. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is when uh, the, the, uh, the villain of the movie just lets out 
a blast of fire breath at him. And the way Don Cheadle is like, you, you, you breathe fire? Okay. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so good. Um, and Rody is, he's just, he was just a pilot. He didn't ask for any of this. And now his best friend is constantly uh, giving him armors and uh, providing him with cybernetic limbs. And he's involved in all of this superhero nonsense. Um, and he does a great job, and I'm proud of him. <laughs> and that's Rhodey. That's, that's, that's my boy. Did you, um, did you read any comic books this week? I did not. I went I am proud of myself, though. I went yes. to the comic book store with a list of comics that I was going to get. Mm hmm And they didn't have any of them. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! So I ended up picking up uh, Die Number 1. So I spent yes. $4. <laughs> it's the least amount of money I have ever spent at the comic book store. I left there with one thing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, really? I have not had a chance to read it, though, yet. Uh, okay. Hopefully I will be able to read it by next week, but I've just been, like, I, I'm home alone for, like, two weeks, so I'm like, gotta get all this cosplay done now. Well, nothing can yeah. distract me. <laughs> that is understandable. Um, I... Did read Die. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I won't spoil it for you since you haven't read it yet, and you will at some point. I will. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna keep buying the single issues because uh, I know that there is a trade coming out because it's already listed on Amazon. So I yes. might wait for the rest of it then. But I definitely wanted to see the beginning of it. <laughs> Yes. Um that is totally fair. Uh it is uh pretty brutally sad. Um Sounds the, right up my alley. Yeah, exactly. Um the art it's got this uh this very kind of uh painterly sort of art style, um which I think some people said takes a little bit of getting used to. Um but I do think the things it does with color are like super super rad um and uh i'm already upset about all these teens obviously mm -hmm. um and i can't wait to uh suffer thanks kieran gillen um i do also want to say real quick what's on my mind um i am almost finished watching uh the new or new-ish, uh, the Netflix, uh, Sabrina show, um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I've been enjoying it super a lot, actually. Um, and I wanted to say, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know this, um, but I have seen, like, some people and even some, like, articles about it, uh, calling it a uh, a, like a gritty reboot of the old Melissa Joan Hart Sabrina show um, which I guess in some sense it is because it is a TV show about the character Sabrina Spellman um, 
but it is more specifically based on uh pretty directly on a comic book of the same title the chilling adventures of sabrina which came out a couple years back as part of the kind of archie horror imprint um which is a whole like group of comics that started with uh afterlife with archie which is an archie zombie au um and also includes uh this and vampironica which is self-explanatory and jughead the hunger which is a jughead werewolf story um, i hold on yes a jughead werewolf story yeah it's jughead but he's a werewolf I might have to look into this. You should look into it, because uh, it's very good. Um, they are all, like, done pretty much without irony. Um, like, there's a little bit of, like, the sense, like, you're reading it, and you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's a little bit silly that, you know, these goofy kind of sitcom-type characters are all on this, like, extremely dire situation. But they are, like, intended to be, like, genuine like horror comics like not like intense intense like keep you up all night horror comics but like actual you know scary stories um so if you like sabrina um you should check out uh the the comic version um which i i haven't read the whole run of um but the issues i have read are very cool um, and if that generally is, uh, a concept that, uh, appeals to you <laughs> as it appeals to E, um, then, uh, those are some, those are some comics you might want to check out. They're pretty neat. Um, I haven't, I've read, I've read some of each of them. I can't, like, give, like, a full review on any of them, but the, the issues I've read I've enjoyed. Um, and also... If you don't want to read any of those, but you do want to watch Netflix Sabrina and talk to me about it, please feel free. <laughs> I have opinions. Um, you can right. do this on the Discord. You can talk to us on the Discord about it. Feel free. Um, also, oh, Into the Spider-Verse opens this week if you're listening to this. Oh, uh, go see it. Go see Spider-Verse. I'm, I'm so, so excited because I actually have like a day off of work after it comes out that's not like yeah. half a week after it comes out so i'm just like i get to actually watch it when it comes out <laughs> i won't be tired we god we did it kids um if you are interested on hearing our spider-verse takes i think we are planning on recording a bonus episode once we've yes. both seen it um and if you would like to hear that um it's gonna be on our patreon that we have uh if you haven't heard uh we have a patreon now um you if you are able and willing uh to contribute one or more dollars a month you can get that bonus episode um we have other perks higher up. We have like at at least at least two people giving us money, which is like I'm very impressed by it because I didn't think we were gonna have any. Which one? Thank you, Sam. 
to thank you, Pop. Hey, thank you, friends of the show, Sam and Steven. Um, we are so thrilled and extremely surprised. And part of the reason you don't have any extra content yet is because he was like, should we record a bonus episode so it's up there when the Patreon goes live? And I was like, I don't think anybody's gonna be like <laughs> subscribing to the Patreon immediately. And then you guys proved to then... wrong. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for proving me wrong. It never happens. Um, <laughs> which but, um, uh if yes if you want to hop in to uh one of those higher tiers we are at some point this month going to watch iron man 3 you can witness all of olivia's takes on iron man 3 <laughs> in real time oh my god my takes on that it's a very good movie <laughs> Um, We're probably going to put a poll up on the Patreon at some point soon. Um, yes. For, like, when are people available to do this movie night with the Iron Man 3? Yeah. Well, we will figure it out. Yes. Um, it, yeah, so if you want to jump in on any of that, if you want to hear the bonus episode, uh, if you want to vote on what topics we do uh and if you have the the means uh obviously i i don't have a lot of money i understand how it is um so no pressure but if you do we would super super love and appreciate it and we love and appreciate you no matter what um but we love and appreciate your support um if you want to uh, support us in other ways, if you want to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, um, if you want to suggest to your friends that they might want to listen to our cool podcast, um, those things we appreciate. If you want to hit us up on any of our social media, on our we got Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, if you want to uh, come join our Discord, come hang out, come talk to us, come uh, probably join the massive freakout that's going to be happening at the end of this week when everyone's seen Spider-Verse. Um, <laughs> it's a good time. It's going to be a good time to get on board. Um, yeah, any, any, any of those things. Oh, you can uh, send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, all of those. Any of them. All of them. Um, we love you. We respect you. Thanks again, friends of the show, Sam and Steven, uh, for your incredible support. Holy Moses. <laughs> We're real professional <laughs> podcasters now. We're doing it. We're making We're... this baby happen. <laughs> We're really doing it, kids. Um, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much. We love you. Uh, We'll see you next week. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Uh.